From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Presented by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. And good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome to a uh, Monday edition of Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us as we kick off a brand new day, a brand new week. Plenty to get to today. Let's go around the horn and check in. Ward White, good morning. How are we? I'm good. <laughs> With the pregnant pause, he is good. Uh, Ryan, how are you this morning? Yeah, okay. I'm okay, Tom. How was your trip? It's good. It's good. Had a good time. Ready to go, though. Plenty to get to. Uh, we'll st- Let's just start. Well, here's, here's basically what the show is going to be about today. NFL playoffs, Cowboys in particular, Baylor women's basketball, Baylor men's basketball, and Big Monday with Baylor men's basketball tonight. That's that's the show. That's what we got. We got and we got plenty of it. Uh and reaction and, and your reaction. Are you surprised? I mean, is 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 anything that happened shocking to you? I mean, let us know. CNC Collision Center text line is is open for you there at 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Best team win yesterday, Ward? Yes. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Clearly. And ironically, and to some degree, unfortunately, if you're a Cowboy fan, the team that had the better quarterback play won. The team that took care of the football won. I th- I don't know how you felt. I thought both defenses got after it. I, I, I thought Dallas's defense played well enough to win. They give up 19 points, and of those 19, two of them, six of them rather, came off of the Dak Prescott interceptions. They held them to field goals and not touchdowns. And one was, you know, r- fairly deep in Cowboy territory. Mm-hmm. There was just ineffective play across the board on the offensive side of the football, but in particular, it shines brighter at the quarterback spot. I go back to the series before the last one, and T.Y. Hilton's running up the hash mark wide open. You don't throw in the football. You force it into C.D. Lamb for an incompletion. There was a lot of forcing of the football yesterday. It just, I don't know. But the 49ers for the second consecutive year has sent the Cowboys back home. But are we surprised? No. Not at all. Did you at any point think the Cowboys were going to win the football game? No. Did you think at any point they had a chance to win the football game? Um, yeah, a couple I, times. I did. Kicked the field goal instead of punting. Yeah, I mean, if you had that little confidence, then you should have probably brought up the other dude. But you were, you know, and you had a chance for what a fifty-yard field goal, and you took what a delay a game or something and punted. 
I mean, and here's the thing. I, I know that he was terrible last week in the win over Tampa. But for the most part, he had been outstanding all year long. His body of work says that he's a good kicker. He had a bad day, and he started off bad last night. But good gracious, I'm like you. You had a chance to go get three points right there. You have to at least give your team a chance to score, don't you? Yeah, you got to kick that field goal. I mean, if there's one place that Brett Maher was reliable from, it was from 50-plus yards. He didn't get the chance last night. At least early in the game, he didn't. After the uh, missed extra point. Which, by the way, if it doesn't get blocked, it's going to be wide left. He hooked that football. He just didn't get it up. Yeah, he was hooking it, too, and he didn't get it up. It was a bad hit. Yeah. But, you know, they trot him back out there to kick a field goal, and he kicks a field goal. So, I don't know. Uh, it's It's the same result from this football team and from this organization. So, give give the Cowboy fans some hope for next year. What's their hope? Get a quarterback. They're not going to. You know that. Then they have no hope. What you saw, this is, the, look, it's a good football team that's going to win a lot of football games and then get eliminated in the playoffs because they're not an elite team. You you have to get better around Prescott somehow, some way. How do you how do you get better? Because he's your guy. He's your guy. Well, he's not gonna get you there. I understand that. I don't care who you surround him with. Well, let's see, I disagree there. I think if you have enough that you could Trent Dill for this thing. I think you can Trent Dill for this thing. You've got good players and you got a really good defense. You know. But you, what's going to happen to that defense when Dan Quinn disappears? Well, that's a great question. That is a great question. Because I don't think there's any doubt that he's gone. I mean, he interviewed, what, four times last week? Mm-hmm. You would think one of those four would, would uh, say, you know what? Okay, here we go. So, all right, we'll dive deeper into the Cowboy game coming up uh, in uh, in a few minutes. Baylor men. Went on the road and beat Oklahoma. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't a Picasso, but they got the W. Tonight, they got Kansas. Big Monday. And, and, and I'm, we're going to talk to Pat Nunley coming up a little bit later on in the program. But if I were to tell you guys that after seven games in conference play, you'd have three, three road wins, and wouldn't you think you'd be better than four and three? You would think. It's bizarre. They're better on the road right now than they are at home. Which, to me, is just, you know, and look, they're on a hot streak right now. They they dropped their first three. Now they won their their, their last four. It's, just, it's a crazy, crazy time at the Big 12, and we'll talk to Pat Nunley about that. Uh, Baylor women yesterday. Oh, that was, that was a rough one. That, that was... It was a stinker. I don't think Texas played particularly well. No, there was one point towards the end of the first half where I believe Derek said on the broadcast that Baylor was 6 for 23 shooting and Texas was 8 of 25. Yeah. Man. 
you know, and, and I know that both teams, you know, like to play defense, but come on. That, that was not pretty at all. Uh, and a, a rough home loss for Nikki Collins' team. And it just, man, it just, it just was not very good. And after the game on the, uh, on the postgame show with Derek and Sophia, Nikki addressed the, uh, the play of, of the team yesterday. We have to be more dialed in, you know, for, for four quarters. You know, we've had some really good stretches of basketball even in these losses, you know. Um, but, you know, we, we can't take possessions off. We can't take quarters off. We can't guard um, for 30 minutes but not 40. We can't guard for 35 minutes but not 40. You know, we just, we because we don't have um, Asia and because we don't have Dre, um, we don't have an interior presence. We don't have a Taylor Jones to throw it to on the low block um, who can score. We just don't. And, um, you know, Kendra even gave us some of that at times. And so because we have no interior presence, you know, we have to play aggressively to the paint with our guards. And we have to roll behind and we have to catch passes. And, you know, we, we just have to be cleaner. You know, we have to we have to be dialed into, like, where we want the ball on a catch so that we can get to the action we want to get to. And when we get sloppy and we get lazy and we rise too soon, um, and then when we rise too soon, we're getting the ball 28 feet from the basket instead of 20 feet from the basket. Now when we're wide open for the slip, we don't want to make the pass because we feel like it's too long. You know, it, it's plays like that that um, we need to be better. I mean, against Kansas, we executed those things. That That's what helped us win. Um, we weren't just better than them at every position. We executed better. And, you know, this team's got to understand that they've got to focus. They have to focus. I've got to get them focused. And I've got to not let them settle for not doing things the right way. It's a very disappointed head coach, isn't it? Mm-hmm. As she should be. Yeah, that was, you know, look, you're playing a very good team. But you, the you, with the lack of execution, you just didn't give yourself a chance. And Texas shot it better, much better in the second half than they did in the, uh, in the first half. I was just looking at some of the numbers. Texas shot 55% in the third quarter, 57% in the fourth quarter. For the game, they shot 42%. Baylor shot 31%. And you, you just can't do that. And, you know, they got out-rebounded 48-34. to 34. And Texas was, was, just, was just better in the second half. You know, it was, it was a, as you pointed out, it was a 24-22 to 22 game at the half. So neither team was able to to really put it in the in the basket, but in the second half, t- Texas you know scored twenty eight in the third and sixteen in the fourth, and you know and, and moved and moved away for a thirteen point win. Now Baylor is it's at thirteen and six, four and three in the conference, and they're facing Texas Tech on the road. So uh, and the uh, Longhorns improved to fourteen and six overall. They're five and two in the league. Just didn't play well. Didn't, didn't play well enough to win against a good against a good team. All right, uh, we are off and running. 
It is Monday, and uh, we'll talk about the Cowboys. We'll get into that uh, coming your way next. Again, if you want to jump in, it's uh, 254-662-6060, our CNC Collision Center text line. And uh, we are, we're right back with more of the program in just a moment. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long with Pat and John, here on the home of the Bears. Big Monday comes to Waco as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks. 7.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 8 p.m. tip-off Monday. Follow the defending back-to-back Big 12 champion Baylor Bears all season long, here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. Looking for that hard-to-find whatchamacallit or do-dead to finish your do-it-yourself project? You'll find it at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are included in their huge showroom, including all the steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, and washers. Plus, you will enjoy the one-on-one customer service that Pioneer Steel and Pipe has featured since opening their doors in 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, 2003 South Loop 340 next to Busby Feet in Waco and at PioneerBoys.com. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, 
there was no back pay. I took another step, no knee pay. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 716, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Jerry Hill will talk some basketball with us from Baylor, and we'll uh, hash out the uh, Baylor women and the Baylor men's win over Oklahoma on Saturday. Look ahead to the Kansas game tonight. Big Monday in town as uh, Baylor and KU will uh, get after it. At the Ferrell Center, we'll have the broadcast beginning at 7.30 right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, let's continue. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's uh, let's go to the CNC Collision Center text line. We'll just, I guess, take them in order here, and we'll begin with this one. And this is from the 903. Ward, uh, just just kind of jump in with me as, as we roll through this thing. This is kind of a long one. Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, so the Cowboys lost. Did they, did they have turnover and penalty problems? Yep. Did Dak not play well? Yep. Did you expect anything different? The defense played like champions until Pollard went out, and then it looked like the D knew the O couldn't score. Is this the best results we can expect from the Cowboys for the foreseeable future? Well, it it wasn't the D knew that Pollard went out. The D got wore down because the offense couldn't do anything. And I, I don't lay that at the feet of Pollard. I lay that at the feet of Dak Prescott. I mean, look – Great quarterbacks overcome injury, and you're going to have guys go down. You find a way to get it done and put the team on your back. Dak doesn't have that capability. So just because Pollard went down, I'm not laying that at the feet of 20. I'm laying that at the feet of four. Yeah. And look, is this the result you can expect for the foreseeable future? Yes. As long as Dak Prescott's your quarterback, yeah. And the question is, are you satisfied being a good football team? And, well, and that, that's the question. Until you make a move, yeah, you are. Because you're going to win 10, 11, 12, 13 games, just like you did last year, you just like to, you did this year. You need to go get a QB1. You don't have one. Can you, with the money that you already allocated to him, move him? I, I, I don't I, know. I, I don't I, know. In that salary cap situation, I think this is your guy. Well, then just – Settle in and get used to it. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what has changed in the last 25 years. What's like? What's changed in the last couple of years? This is exact. There, look, you can't say they're a bad football team. No, they're a good football they're team. They're good, but they're not an elite football team. They don't have an elite quarterback, and they're. And you've talked about it before. They don't. He's not a guy for whatever reason can elevate people around him. To play at a different level when you have to. And you have to in the divisional round on the road. Mm-hmm. They didn't do it. So, there you go. If Dallas had a different quarterback, would we have a chance to win in the playoffs? This is is this as good as it's going to get for the boys? Medi- mediocre. Yes, Leon, it is. It absolutely is. Uh then let's see here. Bup, 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 bup. Tom got too much sun last week, or Speedo was too tight. If he thinks 
he can win with Dak. Maybe if they have 13 guys instead of 11. Look, they finished second in the division behind what may be your eventual Super Bowl champion. They won a playoff game. What'd they win? They finished with 13 wins? 13. It's a good football team. It's not an elite football team. And to win a championship, you've got to be an elite team. And let's face fact, isn't everybody going to be disappointed but one at yeah, the end of the but season? I mean, you, you can't go out and play like that. But they that's what they do. I get it. I'm not I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying they're they're not gonna get there. They're no. not good enough. I, I I get you're saying they're a good football team. They are. They're a good football team. And that's it. There's a lot of them out there that are good football teams. I, I agreed. Agreed. That's it, it it is what it is. I mean, what changes? What will well, there's change? There's fixing to be some changes. You're fixing to lose your defensive coordinator. You may lose your offensive coordinator. Cross your fingers. That last play was a joke. It was ignorant. It was absolutely ignorant. I mean, it was. <laughs> it just was. Was that, I mean. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I, exactly. I mean, I don't know how else. That whole drive. I mean, if you want to line up like that in the first quarter just to see if you can catch them off guard, fine. Do that. But not the last play of the game. They got well, that whole, 11 guys back there defending you. That whole That's drive not work. was ignorant. Yeah. I mean, 45 seconds. Look, you're, you're going to have a hard time moving the football with 45 seconds and no timeouts. I get that. But you took eight or nine seconds right off the bat on the first play with your quarterback nearly taking a safety. Then you, you Which don't. Which would have been apropos. Yeah, wouldn't it? I said that exact same thing watching the game last night. I said, this should how it should end right here. And then you don't execute the sideline twice. Uh, you know, get your feet down and get turned going north so the clock will stop. Just didn't execute that at all. And then you run that play. That play where 21 is your center. Well, again, I go back to not attempting the field goal is where you didn't have the confidence in your team and your team lost confidence in you, and it was game over at that point. Yeah, I think they should have kicked. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, if if not, you should have made a change of kicker. If you didn't have enough confidence for the guy to go out and and execute a field goal, then you should have brought up you you signed the guy to the practice squads. Well, I mean, you know, I, I know you got to stay with him. You just and you got to play him, <laughs> and you got to play him. Mm-hmm. He, you you were in a you position. Can't, you can't play scared. That's right. You were in a position to put points on the board. Go put points on the board, mm-hmm. or at least try to put points on the board. You told everybody on the planet, we don't think he can make this, so we're gonna we're gonna try to flip the field. And look, I'm a big believer in punting the football, in, in playing field position. But that Not when you that, got that leg, that wasn't what you were doing. You were you weren't flipping the field to play field position. You you gave up You're on your scared. guy. Absolutely, absolutely, you did. You, there is no question about it. After the game, McCarthy talked about the loss. I think really as a whole today, um, you know, you had two teams just battle, you know, battling out. We knew it was going to be a slug slugfest, and 
you know, we just didn't quite, you know, just quite do enough. I mean, it's, you know, you can go through the statistics, the, you know, the, the decisions and, you know, um, I thought defensively, you know, we, we did a really good job, you know, for the most part. But, yeah, would we like to have a couple more stops? Yes. We, do we need more third down conversions on offense? Yes. We could have used that to red zone production. So, obviously, just extremely disappointed. Um, you know, this, is, this has been um, an incredible journey, you know, with this, with this group of men. And, yeah, we, we just we came, up, came up short tonight to a, to a very good football team. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And yeah, you did last year. Same team. Uh, do you want to know what the what the kind of the game plan was, what what the Cowboys thought the X factor was in this in this thing? Mm-hmm. They thought it was Dak Prescott over a guy that's made six starts. Here's Jerry Jones. With uh, uh, Dak at quarterback, I thought we had a chance to uh, get to and compete at the top level in this in this tournament. I really did, and uh, that was our edge here tonight. Uh, the, uh, I thought the quarterback and the experience of the quarterbacks, uh, they might have had a little edge and and uh, an area that there, but still, I thought our quarterbacks were the edge, uh, and we uh, got after that and tried to expose that. Um, we, uh, to their credit, they made some plays. <sighs> That's Jerry Jones. Again, delusional on his quarterback. 87.4 for Brock Purdy. 63.6 for Dak Prescott. 23-37, one touchdown, two picks. 19 of 29. No interceptions, no touchdowns for for Purdy. He wasn't great, but he didn't have to be. What he did do and did do well is he didn't put his team in in harm's way. He didn't make the big mistake. Now, he nearly did when, when, uh, when Diggs drops the interception, but he, he did not make that, that big critical error. You know, and on the CNC Collision Center text line, we have, hey, if he doesn't, if Dak doesn't throw the pick right before half, you know, that was a dagger. And and it was. It was a big play. You were on your way to score, it looked like. And then he throws that pick. But at the end of the game, you're driving and you you've got T. Y. Hilton running wide open. And it wasn't like he was hid. He was down the hash mark. Well, he had Gallup before that yes. wide open. Yes. If he throws it down the hash instead of through the middle of the field, yeah, he cannot throw a receiver open. He just cannot do it to save his own life. And if he does figure that out, he could be a better quarterback. But he can't do it. He's physically incapable of throwing a receiver open. He throws Gallup, the ball where it's supposed to be thrown there, that's six. No question. And, and- – even on the deep ball, if he, lets, if he lets CD run his routes the way they're supposed to be run and throws him open, he scores a lot more. I, it's just he can't do it. To your point, I was just going to say he had CD Lamb the the big ball that they completed down the sideline. He had to wait for it. He had mm-hmm. to stop and wait to catch the football. Mm-hmm. He had the guy by two steps, hit him in his hands in stride, and he's gone. But he has to stop, turn around, and catch the football. Because it was an underthrown football. Sorry. And, you, you know, yes, we're piling on the quarterback, but, man, he played poorly. 
in big situations yesterday. And this surprises you because... It doesn't surprise me. Not at all. But then you hear people come on this show and talk about, well, he's an elite quarterback. No, No, he's he's not. not. Stop. No, he's not. And, and, And this, they're at the ceiling. This is where they're going. They're not going any further unless you do some things. I, I I don't see how you make a change at quarterback because I don't think you can financially. I think you've, you're, you're sailing with this for a couple more years because of the cap. So what do you do? Cut him. Trade him. Who's going to pick up that contract? I don't though? know. You, if you got to do something, you've – you killed this franchise by settling. Well, here's a good point from Justin. Cowboys win the game with Brock. It brought, it, look, if you don't have a couple of mistakes and he manages the game, they probably do have a, a really good chance to win the game. Heck, I thought they had a chance to win the game even with the mistakes that he made. If he just sees the field a little bit better. You're right. He has 13 open. He's got 16 scot-free. And doesn't throw him the football. He was locked in on C.D. Lamb, and he was going to throw hell or high water. He was throwing it to C.D. Lamb. And that's what he did. And it was incomplete. And look, he had a couple of others that were, look, the linebacker from San Francisco drops the ball, or that's a walk-in touchdown. And the third pick of the game. It's a walk-in touchdown for the 49ers, but he just simply dropped the football. So, there you go. Season's over, and you get ready for Oxnard in July. That's, that's where you are. 729, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Everyone with the Cowboys playoff report. I'm Christy Scales. The postseason comes to a skidding halt following yesterday's 19 to 12 loss at the 49ers. Details after this. Two icons, one night. Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks. AT&T Stadium, Saturday, April 8th. Tickets on sale now. SeatGeek.com. Live together in Arlington, Texas for the first time ever. Don't miss Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys defense put up a valiant fight in yesterday's 19-12 division around playoff loss at the 49ers, allowing just one touchdown and four field goals. But the Cowboys offense wasn't up to the challenge, managing one touchdown on a Dalton Schultz catch plus two Brett Maher field goals. Two first-half interceptions were costly, and the run game was anemic after Tony Pollard's ankle injury. Zeke Elliott summed up the mood in a somber post-game locker room. Put so much into this game. You put so much, you know, into this, uh, and you come up short. Um, 
I mean, it's only human to hurt. Dallas finishes the season 13 and 6, but it's the 49ers advancing to the NFC Championship game in Philly. Thanks for listening throughout the season. With the final Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Calling all hippies and cowboys, Texas's own Cody Jenks. The baddest independent country artist on the planet. Saturday, March 11th, Extra Co. Event Center. Special guests, Josh Malloy and Aaron Viancourt. Tickets on sale now at extracoeventcenter.com and codyjinx.com. Saturday, March 11th, it's time to get loud and heavy with Cody Jinks. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. First Central Credit Union free reward checking earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money too. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Looking for a checking account that earns 4% APY, refunds all your ATM fees, and has a savings account combo that earns you money? It's a First Central Credit Union slam dunk. Be the MVP. Ask for Casasa Checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualifications apply. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The season is over for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was intercepted twice in a 19-12 loss to San Francisco in the NFC Divisional Playoffs. Despite 19 points from Sarah Andrews, the Baylor women dropped a 68-55 decision to Texas. The Baylor women now 4-3 in conference play. The eyes of Big 12 basketball will be on the Ferrell Center tonight as Baylor hosts Kansas. The Jayhawks come in after back-to-back league losses. The Bears, meanwhile, have won four in a row, and that's the longest current win streak in the league. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball action at the Highlands tonight as MCC hosts Temple. The women tip off at 5 o'clock. The men's game is scheduled for 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to game time online at CentexSportsFan.com. All right, 735, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Uh, Big Monday's coming up tonight, the Bears and the Kansas Jayhawks. By the way, Ward, did you see what TCU did to KU? 
in Allen Fieldhouse? Yes, I did. I watched that game. I did too, and that was a beat down. You just don't know in this Big Twelve. I, I think you know we talked two in a row for Kansas. Yes, it is, and that's a that's a rarity, and one of the worst losses in Allen Fieldhouse in in KU history. The second worst. KU history, second worst. I mean, what a beatdown. The worst was in the 2020 season when Texas beat them by 25 at Allen Fieldhouse. Holy smokes. Doesn't happen very often, does it? Nope. No. Doesn't happen very often. So now, Bill Self brings those Jayhawks to Waco. Angry Jayhawks. Angry Jayhawks. That's exactly right. Baylor's hot four in a row. Something's got to it, it, We talked about it during it's football gonna season. It's going to be a great basketball it game It is. Tonight. It absolutely is. Uh, it, man, get to the Ferrell Center and, and have some fun tonight. Uh, and speaking of which, Brian Haney, the voice of the Kansas Jayhawks, will be on with John Morris this afternoon at our 3 o'clock hour. So uh, listen for that. That'll be fun. And get uh, Brian Haney's take on what's going on with KU basketball. But, you know, look, if I would have told you that Baylor would have won four in a row after dropping three in a row and having won three games already on the road, that's crazy. I mean, it, we talked about it a lot during that's football season. That's the Big season. 12. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. We talked about it a lot during during football season. Uh, and uh, it's it's the same in basketball, if not multiplied, don't you think? I mean, this this basketball thing. Oh, it's more over <laughs> in basketball by it, far. It's crazy. And it's so much stinking fun if, you know, if, if, you're just, if you're a spectator like we are. And and uh, it's it's just you know <laughs> one of those deals. Uh, and so we'll find out we'll find out about it tonight. It is Baylor in Kansas, and uh, let's do talk some Baylor basketball. Oh, by the way, real quick from the CNC Collision Center text line. Uh, <laughs> going good thing is the Rangers are going to win the World Series, so it will cover up the DAC debacle. Oh, that's so good. No, it's that's, so bad. That's the best one we've had today. Terrible. <laughs> I love it. All anyway, right. Rangers go in the World Series if they buy a ticket. Oh, boy. <laughs> let's let's <laughs> let's welcome into the program ah, a view from the hill. It's Jerry Hill. Jerry, good morning. How are we? Good morning, boys. Sorry, I was running a little late. Not, no, you're 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 right on time. You're, you're never right. late. You're, you're right on time. And by the way, the Rangers have the rotation. They're going to the World Series. Oh, there my. you go. See, both of y'all need to go get on a boat and just go far, far away. <laughs> oh man, here we go. All right, let, let, we'll, we'll get to Oklahoma, and we'll get to KU in just a minute. I want to start with yesterday, Texas. I, where, where do you start, Jerry? I mean, yeah. I, I, was it poor play? Was it good defense? Was it a combination of both? I know Nikki Connell was extremely upset uh, following the loss yesterday. Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking at those two teams, and I'm just basing it on talent, what I see. Texas just looked like the better team to me. I mean, when I look from start to finish, they just looked like the better team. Um, and I think it was a little bit of a – they're coming off a loss. Baylor's coming off a win. Um, you know, Baylor's shots didn't fall, and and they have to fall if they have any chance to win because Baylor's just not good enough inside to win that way. 
Um, the guards didn't do a good job, I didn't think, driving. Um, but you've got to knock down some shots, and they just didn't. Um, I think they missed their last eight. Um, you know, with the chance to win that game, because they cut it to four early there in the mm-hmm. fourth quarter, and then just, you know, uh, I guess the lid came back on or something because they missed their last eight shots, you know, with a chance to to win that game. Texas dominated the boards in this in this game. Is that lack of effort on Baylor's part, or was that just got out talented? I think out talented was a big part of it. Now, one thing Nikki brought up is the guards didn't rebound. Well, you've got three short guards for one thing, um, but. Rory Harmon, who might have been the shortest player out there, had six rebounds. Baylor's starting three guards had six rebounds combined. So um, I think that's an issue. Um, you know, I, I think if you looked at, you know, like Caitlin and Caitlin Bickle and, and Bella and, and Bugs, I think they probably held their own, you know, with the inside players, but it was their guards getting all the rebounds. And they had a lot more offensive rebounds than Baylor. But they really didn't do anything with it. I think I think Baylor might have even outscored them in second chance points, um, or right right around the same thing. And it was the same way with turnovers. Baylor actually had one more turnover than Texas, but the points off turnovers were about the same. So um, I don't think it was effort, Ward. I think it was just like I said. I think just looking at the teams, Texas is better than Baylor. You say that, and and it brings to mind, and I know we talked about this a million times. This is not exactly the team that Nikki envisioned playing in conference play with. That's exactly right. I mean, when you look, Asia Blackwell played 33 seconds and picked up two fouls, and that was it. She was out of the game. So I think, you know, obviously if you have Asia out there, if you have Dre Edwards out there, that's a much better team. But right now this is what you got. So you got to try to win with it. And, and, you know, part of the deal, too, is you've got, uh, you know, two freshmen playing really critical roles. They basically split time at that four. And, you know, they're freshmen. So they're going to have some ups and downs. And, um, you know, Bugs, the last game, had a great game, had a double-double, had her seventh double-double of the year in the win over K-State. But she didn't do a lot um, yesterday. If you're this team, how do you hit the reset button? Or do you have to hit the reset button? I don't know if you necessarily need to reset. Um, look at look at the standings. I mean, I, I think Oklahoma is two games ahead now. Um, you know, you're you're one game behind Texas and Iowa State. You've beaten Oklahoma, so I think uh, you know you need to finish this first half well, win the next two, and you get to six and three, and and then you know I, I don't think you have to do anything miraculous. Um, but you can't, you can't afford to lose any more home games. I would say would be the key word is, um, you know, they've actually done pretty well on the road, um, but you know, have struggled at home and, and they've got to, you know, they've got to flip that and, and start dominating at home. All right, let's switch gears. Let's uh, switch to the men here for just a second. And, and I was just thinking about this and, and I know that in, and we're going to get into it with Pat a little bit, talking about offensive rebounds and things of that nature, but I want to start with the big guys. When when you mm-hmm. look at the combination of Flo and, and Ojuana, and I hope I said that correctly. I mean, that was close. That was close. <laughs> you got Ojuana. Yeah, there we go. Say it again. Oj Oj Ojuana. Ojuana. Okay. Yeah. 
Ojin Wuna. Him, guys. him. Kind of like that last part is is emphasized a little bit more. Ojin Wuna. Gotcha. Between Ojin Wuna and, and, and Flo, you got yeah. 14 rebounds and 12 points. Boy, you can live with that every day, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and that's what you need out of those guys. You don't have to have monster games out of those two. You just need to have solid play, you know, in that five position. And I think they're getting that um, for the most part. I think Flo's played a lot better the last few games. He's made his free throws. And that's a big deal for him because he's going to get fouled. Um, so if he can make his free throws, if, if Josh can do what he does, you know, get a couple of dunks every game and, and, you know, hold their own on the boards, I think that's what you need out of that five position. When you look at this game tonight, how important is it for the Bears to be good offensively? And what I mean by that is take the open shot, but make sure that you right. get those second-chance points too. Yeah, I think I think that'll be a key word is, is um, shot selection, I think, will be a big deal. You know, you don't want to – you don't want to turn down good shots, but, you know, if you can, you know, I know it's a little cliche, but, you know, if you can turn good into great, that's what you're looking for. Um, you know, don't rush up shots. Um, you know, I look for Keontae to bounce back. He struggled uh, this last game, um, you know, had four turnovers, missed four free throws, just didn't look like himself. So I think he bounces back, but yeah, you've got to score and, and that's, the second chance points is kind of – that's a big deal that they've lived on. So, um, you know, hopefully you make the first shot. But if you don't, you got to get rebounds and, and you got to keep Kansas off the glass because they'll, they'll attack the glass. And that's how they won the game against Oklahoma. They got, second, they got 30 second chance points off of 17 offensive rebounds. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's – again, that's kind of a little their MO. Um, you know, I think everybody – looks at them and it's, oh, well, I think even one of the announcers described them as the uh, Golden State Warriors of college basketball. And, and you know, certainly they live a lot by the three-pointer, um, but I do think they have other guys and I think they can win other ways. Um, I think one of the ways that they've won here recently uh, is with the defense. You know, I mean, they've, they've played so much better defense in this four-game winning streak, um, you know, than they did obviously in the three-game losing streak to start conference, but, uh, yeah, I, I just, I think they're playing much better right now. Uh, this is a big game tonight. I mean, uh, again, you know, you had the women caught Texas coming off a loss, the men catch Kansas coming off two straight losses. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, you know, has Kansas ever lost three games in a row? I mean, I, that's, that's amazing that they're coming in on a two game losing streak, and particularly the way they lost to TCU. I mean, they just got drubbed at home which I, never happens. You know, they might lose one, um, you know, home game a year, but to get beat like that, um, you, you know how they're going to come in here. Well, we, we were talking about it. Jerry, Jerry, this league is so much fun because it's so stinking good. You got Tech at 0-7, and, and I don't think anybody yeah. wants to play them right now. No, they're good. I mean, that's what I was – I, I, you know, and it would not have surprised me at all. And they actually led a good bit of that game. It mm -hmm. would not have surprised me at all for them to, for them to beat Kansas state. Um, and, you know, and like I said, they were up, I think it was maybe 40 to 35 in the second half and they had a chance to win that game. Um, and I think that's part of the issue with tech right now is they can't close. Uh, but no, they're, they're good. West Virginia's good. Um, you know, you, again, and it's cliche, but you're not going to have an easy night in this league. You're just not, and, and you've got to be ready for that. 
because just about every game is going to be one or two possessions there at the end of the game, and, and you've got to be the one that wins those possessions. All right, uh, Mr. Director of Sports Journalism, Jerry Hill, what do you got coming up on the uh, Baylor Bear Insider? Well, we got just about everything starting. Um, you know, we, baseball and softball are just around the corner, working on a magazine right now that will come out toward the end of February. So i uh, got a lot of stuff coming up, and uh, let's, let's play some hoops tonight. There you go. Big Monday in town, and it should be a lot of fun. Hey, Jerry, thanks as always. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Talk to you it. soon. That's Jerry Hill from the, uh, from Baylor University, Director of Sports Journalism and uh, Baylor Bear Insider. Good stuff. 748. It's a dozen minutes away from 8 o'clock. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And we're presented by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Circle Drug Pharmacy at 3211 to Drive, locally owned and an independent pharmacy. Your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. I'll be honest, it's where I shop. I have for a long, long time. Why? Because they take great care of me. Walk in. They know who you are. They immediately start, you know, strike up a conversation. Uh, I had a lady the other day just, start, you know, that, that worked there, and we just started chit-chatting about family and all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's that kind of place. It's that. It's not, hey, number 22, come get your, your medications and get out of here. I mean, at, like other places. I mean, it's, it's that family vibe. It's that, you know, we care about you situation, and, and they do. And they do. And look, uh, Doc Everett and his gang, I mean, I, I saw Doc in there the other day. And, and, and again, you know, we started having a conversation about different things. And it, it's it's that relaxed, make you comfortable type of, of environment that I like to shop in. They're open Monday through Friday. Listen to the hours. Monday through Friday, 9 to 6. Not 9 to 5, 9 to 6. They're open on Saturdays, 9 to 2. Not 9 to noon, 9 to 2. They're there for you. They give up some of their time to take care of you and give you plenty of time to, to to get by and take care of your business, or they'll bring it to you, free delivery to your home or to your office. Next time you need pharmacy, uh, pharmaceutical needs, maybe a prescription, maybe an over-counter medication. You, you, you know, you got a head cold and you need something to take care of it. Go buy Circle Drug at 3211 to Drive or give them a call at 662-0774. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I think yeah, you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. I got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had the wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Your first word in sports, game time. Weekdays 7 to 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. This year's McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help us raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. Then make sure to join us on Friday night, February 10th at 6.30 for the Sale of Champions with top-placing animals and projects up for sale. Last year's sale brought in over a million dollars for student college funds and future projects. It's the McClendon County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair February 6th through the 10th at the Extraco Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The season is over for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was intercepted twice in a 19-12 loss to San Francisco in the NFC Divisional Playoffs. Despite 19 points from Sarah Andrews, the Baylor women dropped a 68-55 decision to Texas. The Baylor women now 4-3 in conference play. The eyes of Big 12 basketball will be on the Ferrell Center tonight as Baylor hosts Kansas. The Jayhawks come in after back-to-back league losses. The Bears, meanwhile, have won four in a row, and that's the longest current win streak in the league. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball action at the Highlands tonight as MCC hosts Temple. The women tip off at 5 o'clock. The men's game is scheduled for 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listen to game time online at CentexSportsFan.com. Busy Monday here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. All right, Ryan, what do you got for us this morning as uh, we uh, we we head into Did You Know? Did you gentlemen know that on this day in 1979, the Say Hey Kid, Willie Mays, was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame? How about that? 24-time All-Star, 1951 National League Rookie of the Year, 1954 World Series Champion, two-time National League MVP, and 12 straight years of Gold Glove Baseball as well. And he had his number 24 jersey retired for both the San Francisco Giants and the New York Mets. He is one of 11 players in baseball history to have his jersey number retired by two or more teams. You want to take a crack at any any of the other 11 players? Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan is one. Nolan Ryan, in fact, is the only player to have his jersey retired with three clubs. Rod Carew. Rod Carew is one. Is the other. So two. Hmm. 
I'm out. <laughs> uh, Casey Stingle, is that how you'd say it? Yep, yep, yep that's how you'd say it. <laughs> uh, Hank Aaron, Frank Robinson. Cameron Hank. Ha- uh, Raleigh Fingers. I always think of him as just a brave. I don't think of him anywhere else. Yeah. The other one he got uh, retired was with the Brewers. Frank Robinson, Reds and Orioles. Raleigh Fingers with the Athletics and the Brewers. Brewers. Yeah. Reggie Jackson with the A's and the Yankees. Yankees. Yeah. Greg Maddox with Atlanta. Atlanta. And Chicago. Chicago. And then Carlton Fisk with the Red Sox and, and the White, White Sox. Sox. Yeah. And then, of course, Jackie Robinson. So, and then also, did you guys know that today is the birthday of John Hancock, the first man to sign the Declaration of Independence? And, and they got that. a bowl game named after him, don't they? Sorry. I- <laughs> That's great. Wow. <laughs> I thought they had a bowl game named after him. The John Hancock Bowl. No. That's not true? There's okay. a lot of bowls, but I don't think there's a John Hancock Bowl. There was. Wasn't it the well, John Hancock Sun Bowl for a long time? We'll have I, to effort that one. I, I don't think so. I don't know. Then did you know that also t- today is the birthday of the famous pilot, Chesley Sully Sullenberger turned 72 today. Really? Land Landed the plane in the Hudson. Yeah. Miracle of the Hudson pilot, born this day in 1951 in Denison, Texas. How about that? And Miracle of the Hudson. And he had a film about himself he and sure the did. Miracle of the Hudson released in 2016 starring Tom Hanks, directed by Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday. It's a great movie. It's an excellent movie. Yes, it, it is. is. So happy birthday to John Hancock and pilot Sully Sullenberger. There you go. Uh, all right, 7.56. Ward, uh, what do you think Dak Prescott said after the loss last night? Oh, it's all on me. Here's and Dak, I, ha- I huh? haven't even heard it. I don't Here's know. Dak Prescott after the game last night. Yeah, I mean, I've got to play better than I did tonight. Simple as that. Uh, they're all independent. Um, can't, can't take one, one from the other or think about that, but all I can think about is right now in this game and how disappointed it is, how disappointed I am in my play. How disappointed I am for the guys in the locker room who played their, who played their asses off and we weren't able to get it done. Are you surprised by that statement? No. No. What else is he going to say? What else could he say? Nothing. That's right. Not even show up to the podium? Hey, I think they ought to get rid of me because I can't get it done. I mean, what do you want him to say? If the Cowboys want to move on, they got to move on from Dak. They got to move on from Ezekiel Elliott, fire Kellen Moore. Somehow find a way to keep Dan Quinn, if that's put him at the head coaching position. Um, extend Tony Pollard and try to keep try to keep the defense together as much as possible. Make a run for a quarterback somewhere. I mean, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, anybody that can elevate players around him. So you think maybe just trying to figure out a way to to piece it together till you get to your next guy in the draft? No, I go get a guy. I I take the take the hit. I, and again, when I, I don't know how the I don't know how all the I, money works. I'm not smart enough for that. Me neither. But there's gotta, and I don't want to know. By the way, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. It's gonna cost you, but sometimes you just have to say, you know what, this just is not ever gonna work. I'm gonna take it in the shorts and move on. Move on. Well, again, you fill the stadium up nine times a year. 100,000 plus. 
you're the number one franchise in generating revenue. You could stand there behind the mic and say I'm disappointed. Uh, he has a burn to win another Super Bowl. I know he does, but he ha- I think he has a, a burn to make money more than, than he does anything. And it is, I mean, it's a juggernaut right now, generating revenue. And you're winning games. You won 13 of them. You just don't win the ones that you have to win to, to be an elite team. And they're not going to. Not, not as long as he's quarterback. And this is the way the team is constructed. It's the way it is. 759, John Morris is here. And the voice of the Bears has today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Monday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up the weekend in Baylor Athletics. Plus, it's a big Monday wide out tonight in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Baylor Bear Basketball Tonight. Here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Start your year off with the deal of all deals. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on the new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limited with second and third row seating options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Alan Samuels in Waco. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Busy weekend in Baylor Athletics. Baylor women's basketball dropped a 68-55 decision to Texas yesterday afternoon in the Farrell Center. Baylor drops to 13-6 on the season. They're 4-3 in Big 12 conference play. They're off until they head to Lubbock to play Texas Tech on Saturday. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the Baylor men knocked off Oklahoma in a thriller in Norman on Saturday, 62-60 the final score. It's the fourth straight win in a row for Scott Drew and the Bears in Big 12 Conference play. Well, another Big 12 game. Uh, If you're watching Big 12 basketball, I guess you just got to turn it on in the last minute. (laughs) I know uh, uh, really proud of our team's effort. I thought... uh, um, uh, Porter really had, had guys competing hard, playing, and uh, uh, they really made everything tough for us. Um, we didn't shoot it well, but I'm going to credit them for their defense. And I thought uh, really credit our guys for when they're not, uh, when you're shooting 36% and 35% from three, which were normally better, it didn't affect our defense second half. And we needed all that. We did a great job on the glass. Um, obviously, uh, it helps when you got someone like Adam uh, uh, closing games and 
He'll take tough shots and down the stretch make them, um, but he'll also make the right pass down the stretch, and you love having uh, a guy you can trust like that. Scott Drew and Baylor basketball back in action tonight on the floor in the Farrell Center. It's Big Monday as the Bears host the Kansas Jayhawks in a matchup of the last two national champions. It's a whiteout tonight for Baylor and KU. We're on the air at 7.30, tip-off at 8, here on ESPN Central Texas, television tonight on ESPN. Also from the weekend, Baylor women's tennis with a couple of victories now back in action today, hosting Rice at 10 a.m. DePaul this afternoon at 2. And men's tennis with three victories, then a 4-0 loss at number one Virginia on Sunday. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Dante George has hit a three-pointer here in the second half. He's got the ball. Gives to Thamba. To George again. Step back. Three. Top of the key. Good. Oh. There's another one by Keate George. Maybe he's heating up as the Bears close within one. Yeah, they needed that badly. He needed that badly just to get a couple threes finally in. Highlight courtesy of the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Big Monday tonight. It is Baylor and KU, and we are joined by Baylor basketball analyst Pat Nunley. Pat, good morning, and thanks for your time. We appreciate it, and should be a fun time in the feral tonight. Yeah, it will be, and, and it's. Um, I think it's going to live up to its building. It, you know, it's a big Monday, and these are the two um, last national champions. Uh, Baylor won the Big 12 championship a couple years ago. Baylor and Kansas tied for the Big 12 championship a year ago. So even though both teams are are just kind of you know grinding their way like everybody else through the Big 12, this is I think the marquee basketball game in college basketball tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun. How important is it the Bears get into their offensive rhythm early in this game? I think it's important. I you know Lord, everything's important tonight. Everything. Uh, th this is a, a Kansas team that needs to win a game. They've lost two in a row. Baylor at the other end of the spectrum, they've won four in a row looking to go five. But, you know, again, because of the, the kind of talent that's on the team uh, on the floor tonight, I think both teams need to play really well. I don't think there's a lot of room for error tonight for either team. I saw something uh, in the game notes about the number of, NBA scouts that will be in the game. I think that number is 34. 34 credentialed NBA scouts will be uh, watching that game tonight, which gives you an indication of the, the level of talent that will be out there. You, you mentioned the four games in a row. and Talk to me about the defense and, and, and how Baylor's playing defense right now. I, I noticed you, know, you and I texted the other day after the, after the OU game. Baylor had 30 points second chance points because of 17 offensive rebounds. That's, 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 that's getting it done defensively. Yeah, that's getting it done. I mean, it, that's the one thing that, that the bears have done really well, really at a national level over the last uh, eight or nine years. And that's get to the offensive glass right now. Baylor is the ninth best team in the country in offensive rebounding possession. And throughout that game Saturday, the Bears were struggling offensively, and I think Oklahoma had a lot to do with that. But the way they were able to maintain and hang in there 
and get to the point where they could make some big shots was by getting to the glass. They had 30 second chance points in that game. That is a ton. And without those, they don't even have a chance at the end. They also got to the free throw line, which is something they do better than anybody in the Big 12. And I think they'll have to do those two things again tonight. But um, uh, I, I think they're starting to, to have a little bit of – well, they do have confidence in their ability to, to get out there and, and persevere, do what they've got to do to win a game. I think the defense has been better, Tom. But I think in the games where Baylor has, has played well defensively, holding Oklahoma to 60-something, holding Oklahoma State to 58, I think it was, part of that is style of play. Oklahoma State's not going to get up and down with it. Oklahoma's not either. But still, if you can hold a Big 12 opponent to the 60s, low 60s, you're going to have a great chance to win. Um, Kansas had just 60 at home against TCU on Saturday. So they can be guarded. Uh, we'll just we'll just see what happens tonight. I, I, I think it's going to be high scoring. Both of these teams really can put the ball in the hole. Baylor uh, is the second best offensive team in the country, according to Ken Palm. Kansas right there with them. So I, I do think they're going to go up and down the floor, a lot of scoring. And just purely from a fan perspective, it's going to be a blast. Bears have won 73 straight when their shooting percentage is higher than their opponent. How much does that in heighten the shot selection for the Bears tonight? Yeah, again, everything matters, and I think that does as well. I think Baylor's going to get a lot of shots. Kansas um, can play defense, but what they're really looking to do is to get the ball in the open floor and run with it. And so I think transition defense is really important tonight. It's important anytime you play Kansas, wherever you play them. But shot selection is is going to be key. But again, not a lot of room for error tonight, either team. But what we said before the Oklahoma game, I think is applicable tonight. And the special guys for Baylor have to be special. That That's what we saw against Oklahoma. Baylor has three special guards and one of those three, two of those three tonight have to be really good. And Saturday it was Adam Flagler, who was just special. I mean, at the end of that game, uh, Adam Flagler hits a big three. Jalen Bridges makes three threes. And Oklahoma could not answer that. Oklahoma has been steadily good, but they don't have the ability to separate. And I think it's because they don't have a real special player or players that at the end of the game can make those kinds of shots. And so, again, special guys have to be special tonight for Baylor. You, you mentioned Jalen Bridges. And, again, watching it on TV, you don't get a full, a full sense of what's going on. But I, I, I got the feeling, Pat, that, that Jalen, at the end of the game, Jalen Bridges wanted the basketball. And that is a great sign. That's a great sign. You're right. So much of the game is, is between the ears. I mean, you've got to be – skilled and talented and bridges is all of those things. And, but, but he just has not really looked forward to shooting a three. In fact, he's turned a number of them down, but against Oklahoma, he just, he, he busted right out of that. And he made three gigantic threes down the stretch and never hesitated, caught it, shot it. I think he was confident it was going in. And finally he's got a little bit of momentum and he's, gotten that momentum in the league 
And now he's not afraid to take a three, wants to shoot them when he's open. But he's doing so many other things well that it's not just about him making threes at all. I mean, he made a play against Oklahoma down the stretch uh, where ball's going out of bounds and on Baylor's offensive end. It was an air ball or it was short or something. And he went after it, got up in the air, going out of bounds, and looked around for a Baylor guy, couldn't find anybody. And so he threw it off the knee of Jalen Hill to save the possession for the Bears. And right after that, he makes a big three. That is a gigantic play in a game where every single possession mattered. And that was way late in the game. Had to have a play like that. And Jalen Bridges makes those plays. Pat, are you looking for who settles in early in this game? Who settles in first has the advantage? Yeah, I am. But a year ago, uh, another uh, – wasn't a big Monday, but it was a Saturday evening game, Baylor and Kansas, a Big 12 conference championship on the line. Kansas jumped out to, what, a 21-6 to or some kind of lead, and they did that by the first media timeout. And, and I felt, kind of felt at that time that, that Baylor would regroup, come back, and they did, got it uh, either tied or down to two by halftime. And with the home crowd, which will be key tonight, uh, then it was just off they went. That's a different team. I think that was a better basketball team for Baylor than the one they've got this year. So, again, not a lot of room for error. I mean, I, I don't think you can uh, – either team can let the other get out ahead of them. Need a good start. Need to s- establish um, how the game is going to be played fairly early and really leverage the home crowd. It'll be great tonight, probably a sellout. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's really hard. Coach Drew even said after a game recently, we asked him, so how much of your game plan really turns out to be the game plan in a Big 12 game? He said, like, nothing. <laughs> he said, he said it's, you get into these games and your best laid plans really get scuttled in a hurry. And you just have to read and react, put the right guys in, figure out what you've got to do depending on game situations. So it, it's really hard to predict, and I don't know that I've got a good feel for how tonight's going to go in that regard. Give us, Pat, give us a scouting report on Kansas. Well, they're, they're really good. I mean, they are really good, which is not unusual for the Jayhawks. Right now, they, they might have just a little seed of doubt. They've lost two in a row, so they might be overthinking a little bit. And I only say that because – that's typically how it goes. It's like right now, Bears on a four-game winning streak, they're chomping at the bit. They're ready to go play. Kansas right now is thinking a little bit, you know, like what happened. And to lose two in the league, it's, it's not unusual. I don't care who you are. Last year, Baylor and Kansas tied for the championship. They both lost four games. So you're going to lose a few along the way. But, but think about this. They got rattled at home by TCU. They lost by 23 points at Fog Allen. And right now they're scratching their heads thinking, like, how did that happen? So I think you've got a little bit of that at play in the game. But this is still Kansas, right? They're the defending national champ. If you want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And the Bears have a significant opportunity now. I mean, they're four and three. They win this one. Now they're up into second place or at least tied with Kansas. They're a couple of games away from 
uh, first place in the league. There's an awful lot at stake. But back to your question, Tom, you got to defend transition always against Kansas. And Baylor has struggled to do that this season. Got to rebound because if Kansas gets the ball in transition by getting rebounds, and they're a little like TCU in the sense that when they get it, they go with it. The ball's at half court before you even realize it. Bears got to rebound, got to get to the offensive glass again, just because that's what they do well. And I think, again, because the Bears have done this really well, got to get to the free throw line. They, they have shot more free throws than any other team in the Big 12. Got to leverage that. You, you and John were talking Saturday on the broadcast just about the craziness of this league. And I, I think Baylor's a prime example. They've already got three road wins in conference play in, that, in riding a four-game winning streak. Yeah, and I asked John, John had, had done the calculations on it, I think it was before the game, on the number of teams that had won on the road in the first, what, third of conference play. Mm-hmm. And it's not. TCU goes to Kansas and wins that game. Uh, Baylor, like you said, has won three on the road and has struggled at home. So a lot of the stuff that typically describes the Big 12, you just throw out the window. I, you know, I've said all along the way, boy, this is a defensive league. Well, I mean, that really hasn't been the case. You still got to get stops, and stops will be really important tonight. It could be another, yet another one or two possession game. So, you know, you got to you got to do those things that are going to allow you to win a close game in this league. Because of the balance of this league and because of the competitive nature of this league, is this just another game on the schedule or is this a measuring stick? That that's a great question, Tom. I I think it's a little of both. I do because uh, Baylor has been really good and people, you know, they're 14 and five and their five losses have been to top 25 teams. So, you know, the, the, the wheels are not off. They've never been off. I, this is a team that's, that's learning and growing. This is the second youngest team in the big 12 and they've had a lot of learning to do and they're starting to kind of figure that out. So I, I think it's a little above it's a measuring stick, you know, Coming into the league, Baylor was picked to win the Big 12. And right now, again, they're four and three. But their goal still is to win the Big 12 championship. And winning this one tonight, I think, is a significant step towards them being able to do that as far as the the standings are concerned, but also in terms of the level of confidence this team is going to play with moving forward. Pat, thanks. Appreciate your time. Know you're very busy today, and uh, look forward to it tonight. Should be a lot of fun in the Ferrell Center. Yeah, it's going to be a ball. It really is. I mean, this is this is what Big 12 basketball is all about, and both teams really have a lot at stake. So I would say, too, get to the game if you can, because the home crowd – I thought last year against these two teams, the home crowd made the difference, and, and it could be the difference again tonight. Pat, thanks. Have a great have a great call tonight. All right, guys. Thanks. Have a good day. That is Pat Nunley. Boy, he does a great job. If you've never heard our broadcast, I'll tell you this. Tune in. Our uh, our basketball broadcast is elite when it comes to uh, to John and, and Pat uh, working the uh, the radio broadcast. Hey, watch if you can't make it to the Ferrell Center. Turn down the sound 
and listen to, to our broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, 18 minutes after 8, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We are presented uh, by Alan Samuels and brought to you in part by Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. They're at 1810 Herring, serving the best burger in Waco. And, you know, there's 3,411 reasons why. And, you know, one day we may just go through all of them for you. But right now I'll just I'll just talk about one. And that one is they don't prepare the burger until you order the burger. So everything, everything is fresh. And the ingredients are fresh. And, of course, you're going to get a, a great hamburger from Double R because of that. And, and because of the, the, uh, the TLC that they put into it. And, of course, that secret seasoning that they've got and they don't tell anybody. They, uh, they're open. Uh, well, they're going to be open for lunch. And you can go by and get a great burger. You can talk about the Cowboy loss last night. You can talk about Big Monday tonight. I mean, the conversation for sports is going on right now as they get ready for uh, for lunchtime. And then when you uh, when you roll in there, I guess starting around 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you can, you can uh, grab a, a great burger from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 1810 Herring. Hey, if you, want it, if you want to call in your order, you can certainly do that at 753-1603 and go through the drive-thru and uh, pick it up and, and, and head out on your way. Or you can go in and, and, you know, and have a great conversation. Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 1810 Herring. Nikki Collin and Baylor Women's Basketball. On 104.9 FM. The Baylor women back in action Saturday, headed to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Follow the 12-time defending Big 12 champions with Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, on 104.9 FM. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do. And if you want your house to look good. But what about the ones where the people look like they've got those big, like, umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes, too, if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. Two five four. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had four nine two two. The wind blew her down the road. (laughs) That's where she ran into the car. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. ESP in Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. 
Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person -person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys sitting here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. All right, take 24. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan. Well, we've had some deep sports conversations today. Cowboys, where do they go? What do they do? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> Baylor, I mean, we, we. And now we welcome into the program. Miss Stephanie, good, good morning. morning. How are you? Good. Welcome back. Good. You have a big watch party last night. Me, the dogs, and my man. That was the watch party. That was the watch party. It All was, right. Uh, I will say this, yeah. Ward and Ryan. All my picks were correct. All my picks were correct. And I found out, Ryan, that you can actually make a reservation at a Waffle House. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. You just can't keep the reservation. <laughs> yeah. And that's the most important part of the reservation. Well, yeah, you missed it last week. We got into the Waffle House. You know, Trevor Lawrence went there with his wife. Yeah. And his wife called and made a reservation. So some Waffle Houses will take a reservation. I think well, if, especially your name, if your, your name is Trevor Lawrence. That's exactly what I was going to say. If your name's Trevor Lawrence, yes, you can get a reservation at the House of Waffle. Yeah, well, we the only Waffle House here is none, so we have to go to Burleson or down south. So, huh? Anyways, way but, down south, like Houston. Houston. We yeah. used to have a Waffle House on Valley Mills Drive. Nope. We do not. Closest one is Corsicana, then Burleson, and there's one in Round Rock. Closest after that is Houston. Huh. Which that's fine because I don't want to go to a Waffle House, but I lost. Yes, you do. Yes, I you lost do. a bet with Ryan, so I had to take him to the Waffle House. Road trip. Everybody yeah, you go. Better, you better get a hotel reservation if that's <laughs> yeah. the situation. Exactly. But, you know, big football weekend, right? And, you know, I was uh, watching the Chiefs and watching Mahomes just come out there and continue to play on a sprained ankle. And that's commitment and drive, right? So I was going through the Googles. <laughs> the Googles. And I came across this article about NFL football players that have played through an injury. And some of these injuries that I'm going to read off to you are, like, major. So Donovan McNabb, 
Remember mm-hmm. him? Yeah. Okay. He broke, Vaguely. <laughs> he broke his ankle on a third play of week 11 during the, his 2002 season. He played through the whole game on a broken ankle, and he completed 20 of his 25 attempts while throwing for four touchdowns. How do you play on a broken ankle? You don't know it's Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And then um, Chris Sims. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Paid for the Tampa Bay. He was playing in a game in 2006. He got hit so hard. They were playing against the Panthers that he actually ruptured his spleen. He left oh. the game but came back in fourth quarter and continued to play the game. And I then he that. had to go have it removed. Where's wow. your spleen and what does it do? It does nothing, really. I mean, is it like it attached to your skeleton or something? It's an internal organ. I know that. But what is, <laughs> what's the purpose of it? I mean, like if you rupture it, I guess it'd be poisonous to your body. But are you yes. going to like die without it? I guess well, not. No, he because they removed it. <laughs> and he played with a ruptured one. Uh, I wonder if it's painful. Yes, very. Is it? Mm. All right. Do you remember the name Jack Youngblood? Yes, sure. 1979. Do you know who he is, Ryan? I have heard the name. Okay, well, I guess he was like, woo, one crazy individual. Also Hall of Famer. He broke his leg in the 1979 divisional playoffs against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But He's in- a 49er. But instead of missing the— Ram, wasn't he? He was a Ram. Oh. No. Yes, he was a Ram. Los Angeles Ram. He was a Ram. Um, but he, against the Cowboys, he broke his leg. He continued to play and ended up playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. How do you play with a broken leg? I mean, when you break your leg. Again, on you, one. you don't know that it's Well, that's Sunday. what Mahomes was kind of doing, just hopping around on that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, you ready for this one? Emmett Smith in 1993. Shoulder separation against the Giants. Yes. Yes, that and is correct. And ran for a gazillion yards. He rushed for 168 yards, and they won the NFC East title. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if Dak you're, like you're broke his— one. Who? Uh, Terrell Owens played in the Super Bowl. That's right, he did. That he did. And uh, what's his name? Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. For his ACL, continued to play, and three days later, he had to go have surgery. So, mm-hmm. what is the moral of the story? If you're out there today and you break an ankle, just keep on going. <laughs> Get some painkillers and, and keep playing, huh? Tape it up and just keep on going. I want to see you tape it up. Hey, I watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> so that makes you a doctor. <laughs> no, but. I mean, kind of like I did sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night. Hotel, <laughs> <laughs> uh, motel, so Holiday according, Inn. According to the Googles, the spleen. The Googles. The it fights bacteria. Yes, indeed. It, it filters out red blood cells, or like bad blood cells, I guess. And it is actually the largest uh, lymphatic organ in your body. You know what that means? What is lymphatic? It means mad. Mad? Ang- yeah. Angry. <laughs> it's your angriest organ. So what is your, I thought your gallbladder did all that. No, your gallbladder's happy most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. But right. yes, hang on to your spleen, people. <laughs> all right. Uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line, Stephanie probably always has reservations about Waffle House. <laughs> that is correct. I do have reservations. <laughs> anyway. You're missing out. No. Good. No, but there you go. There's a little sports knowledge for you today. Fun facts. Stephanie, thanks. Have a great day. Okay, welcome back. Do something different. Go sell something. (laughs) (laughs) 
I have not missed that all <laughs> last week. You, did, you didn't miss me? I, well, I missed you, but not that. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Bye. Yeah, all right. Uh, another one from the CNC Collision Center text line. Corey, this is a good one. Dad can't play with two good ankles. <laughs> Corey, that's correct. <laughs> he says, and I hate Dallas. I need a new team. <laughs> Go for the Bengals. Bengals. Uh, right, Ward? Chiefs. Eh. Chiefs, Bengals. I don't know. We'll Eagles, have to do our picks. 49ers. I don't know. I think the Bengals are going to take it. They're all I agree. out there for you. All right. Speaking of which, we'll, we'll talk about the remaining four. We'll do it next on ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time. Recently on Game Time. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time, and and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby's had by somebody asking the, the late Hall of Famer. I said, "What are you doing in the offseason?" He said, "I sit at the window <laughs> and I watch seasons change, and I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker." Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Nobody covers football in Central Texas like ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family and friends and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success and we do all the work. If you're on the road we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our check heritage the tom Voss. that means we welcome you at slovacek's you'll love our sausage make your vehicle look and run like new again at cnc collision center they're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs frame straightening spray and bed liners and wheel alignments cnc collision center offers free estimates and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery have your car restored to its original beauty at cnc collision center 5849 north highway 6 in spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on facebook 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The season is over for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was intercepted twice in a 19-12 loss to San Francisco in the NFC Divisional Playoffs. The NFL Conference Championship games are set with San Francisco going to Philadelphia and the Chiefs hosting the Bengals. Despite 19 points from Sarah Andrews, the Baylor women dropped a 68-55 decision to Texas. The Baylor women now 4-3 in conference play. The eyes of Big 12 basketball will be on the Farrell Center tonight as Baylor hosts Kansas. The Jayhawks come in after back-to-back league losses. The Bears, meanwhile, have won four in a row, and that's the longest current win streak in the league. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball action at the Highlands tonight as MCC hosts Temple. The women tip off at 5 o'clock. The men's game is scheduled for 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service, Good Feet, and Advanced Foundation Repair. Eight thirty-five. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Deep Ram, Fiat. Stop me if you've heard this before, but the Cowboys are not in the NFC Championship game. <laughs> are you shocked? Or are you surprised? Not surprised at all. No. All right, so here, here's, and this is how did we do on our picks last week? Ah, uh, the papers are in the office. We'll go get them. I'll go get them. So, here, here's my question to you. And again, this is very subjective. Mm-hmm. Just an opinion, and we'd love to hear yours. By the way, on our CNC Collision Center text line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Of the four teams remaining. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. San Francisco, Kansas City, and Cincinnati. Pick one that's playing the best football right now. The best. Cincinnati. Me too. Me too. Uh, and, you you know, there's an argument for the Giants. I get it. Giants. I mean, not the Giants, but They're the out. Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the reason I don't think the Giants competed – I think the Philadelphia wins a little mislead. Now look, they're a great football team and they're gonna win the they're gonna win the, the, the NFC. They're gonna beat the 49ers. I mean, let's just be honest. They are. So Ward, you went four for four and I went three for four because I went with Dallas. Oh, okay. So there you go. I couldn't remember. Yes, you could. You just wanted him to No, because I thought actually I thought I picked the Giants. But I didn't. No. I chickened out. Boy, that's a good chicken out. Mm-hmm. Although I, I thought that New York was playing pretty good. They were. But yeah. they got overwhelmed by Philadelphia. But I still don't. Look, they're good. They're really, really good. And they're going to the Super Bowl. But I think I think both Kansas City and Cincinnati, whoever comes out of the AFC, will win the football game. That's fair. I, 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 I think it depends on how healthy Pat Mahomes is. It's a great point. Great point. But if you stop and look at the four teams remaining, minus San Francisco, you got veteran, premier, elite quarterback play. Mm-hmm. Burrow. A lot of people thought about that last night, too. Was not the case. No. Now, look, Brock Purdy. The sample size is not very big, blah, 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 blah. Here's what I do know. He had zero interceptions. He doesn't drive it up on the curb. That's exactly right. 
And he knows, hey, look, on the other side, we got an elite defense that just does not give up points, does not give up yards. We play really good special teams. All we got to do is facilitate a little bit of offense, and we're going to be in pretty good shape. And that's exactly what they did. This is a Cowboy team. Think about this. Look, look, look what the Cowboys were doing offensively this year. And they were held to 12 points. Well, yeah, but I mean, they did that against bad teams. I mean, Dak Prescott does not play good against good teams. Tampa Bay, say what you want to about that game last week. And Dak turned a corner. No, he didn't. Tampa Bay sucks. I told y'all that the other day. They were a sub-500 team. Well, they got the GOAT. I know they got the GOAT, but the GOAT, the GOAT had nothing around him, and they were a sub-500 football team that won a bad division. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. He's a great player surrounded by uh. And they were a sub-500 team in a horrendous division. So, yeah. Don't win that game. And that's exactly what I they mean, did. they fired eight coaches on their staff. What does that tell you about the team? <laughs> Why wasn't it nine? <laughs> I mean, you know, three of the four quarterbacks left, finished their college ball in the Big 12. How about that? Mm-hmm. That's right. Hurts, Purdy. Mahomes. Mahomes. How about that? A good little one. Good stat there, Corey, on the CNC Collision Center text line. I, I, I don't know. I, I, here's the question we asked, and I'll, I'll, you, you fire off an answer, Ryan. Of the four teams remaining, Philadelphia, San Francisco, Cincinnati, Kansas City, which one of the four? I don't want to know who you think is the best team. That's irrelevant right now. It's a two-game tournament right now. Of the four teams playing, which team is playing the best football? The Cincinnati. Okay. So we're all going Cincinnati. Does anybody differ? Does anybody think it's it's Kansas City? Does anybody think I it's – I think Kansas City can beat them. I think Cincinnati's playing better right now, but I think Kansas City can beat them. At home, I do too. If you were to ask me, I think those are the two best teams in the NFL right now. It, I think it, Philadelphia has something to say about that. Well, And they will. But if you had to bet your entire life savings from Eminem broadcasters here, all three cents, who who would you take, the AFC or the NFC in the Super Bowl right now? You, you know the four teams. It's either going to be Philadelphia or San Francisco out of the NFC. It's going to be Cincinnati or Philadelphia or the uh, or the or, or the uh, Kansas City Chiefs out of the AFC. If if, if you are putting your life savings on one of the conferences, is it the guy, the two out of the NFC or the two out of the AFC to win it all? I'll go AFC. We all will, won't we? Is anybody going to differ and say, you know what? Philadelphia is a clear-cut favorite to win it all. And we're not even giving I, San Francisco a chance. Well, I think San Francisco has a big chance because of their defense. Granted, but they got to have to score more than 19, aren't they? No. Well, I think they do because they're not playing Dak, and he's the two quarterbacks over there is not, you know, Jalen Hurts not going to throw two picks. He's, no, not. he's not. He's not. He's going to manage the ball. He's going to run the ball. You know what? And I kept I, thinking about that. I don't know that. that he can run the ball against this defense. This defense is that good. I, I get it. 
I'm not giving Philadelphia a pass in this game. I don't think that they win. Oh, boy, I do. I, I, I think Hurts in that offense can get an, at home, having only played one playoff game and 49ers have played two. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and I think Philadelphia wins the football game. I don't think they run away with it. No, I don't either because of what you just said. That's an elite defense over there. That's an elite defense over there. Uh, let's see here. Coach doesn't care about rebounding. What coach? That's from Chet. Where were we going on that one? I don't know. Maybe uh, Baylor women. Maybe. We talked about the guard rebound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerry Jones continues to prove you can do anything if you don't care who gets the credit. Because Jerry cares who gets the credit. The Cowboys can't do anything. Well, grumpy. I'm not going to argue that. Uh, Let's see. And Mahomes will be running on a bad ankle, so that's going to hurt them. No doubt. No doubt. But... You've talked all morning about elite quarterbacks elevating in, in big-time games. And I, I would not be surprised to see him elevate. Now, he's going to get six days of treatment. So, I don't know what that's going to do. But I Just guarantee depends you, on how bad that sprain is. Yeah. Exactly. But you know what? He was able to finish the football game. And that's well, yeah. an encouraging thing. It wasn't like Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard but went, it, boom, to the it, house. It was a lot Affected a lot more yesterday than it was Saturday during the game. No doubt. No doubt. And so, yeah, I mean, he's, that's, you know, you're going to hear that all week long is just how bad is that ankle? Just how bad is that ankle? But, you know, look, he's a guy that can, that can flat out, he's going to play, and I guarantee you he's going to play well. He's that kind of guy. I mean, you know, they found things for him to do, Ward, Sunday, where he didn't have to leave the pocket a whole lot. He was able to get the ball out of his hands in a hurry. They adjusted on the fly. Hey, there's coaching for you. Adjust on the fly. They adjusted on the fly and, and did some things mm-hmm. that, that prevented him from having to, to do that, that kind of stuff that, that, you know, brought a whole lot of attention to his ankle. I mean – and then, of course, their backup quarterback comes in and goes 98 yards. Uh, how about that one? Well, how old is that quarterback? 47, 50? It's been around a while. He's 37. But how about, you know, he had a flat top. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway. So it, it'll be fun. And we're going to find out about, you know, um, is the stage too big for Brock Purdy? Hasn't been yet. He may just not know any better. Well, Sometimes not. you have that that luxury of having a guy in there that just doesn't know any better. Yeah, you're right. Tom, let's not forget that Philadelphia hasn't elite against the run or play action. I guarantee you the Niners are going to give them a heavy dose of it. Mm-hmm. They will. They will. Look, it's supposed to be are these the four best teams in the NFL? It 
Yeah, I have to say so. I think so, too, because I'm sitting there thinking, if not these four, who? If not these four, who? And this is, what, the third different quarterback for the 49ers? Mm-hmm. Third. Yeah, that's right, third. And that would just go to show you how elite that defense is. It will also go to show you that they got players around that offensive unit that can make plays. And this kid has done a, I think it's a remarkable job what he's been able to do. Sit, 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 sit. Okay, it's your turn, kid. Go win us a championship. Mm -hmm. And and look, they've game planned to the point to where they don't panic. They just kind of go about their business. If the drive doesn't produce points or doesn't produce a ton of yards, they don't flip out. They punt the ball, and then they turn it over to their defense, and then they go find a way to score here. Here's a field goal. Let's get this. And, ah, we got a short field. Let's go get this touchdown. And Brock, just don't make a bad mistake. And that's kind of been their formula since he's taken over, and it's worked. But. I think he has to elevate his game against the Eagles. And he's got to do it on the road on a big stage. I don't think he has to elevate anything. I think he has to stay right where he is. I, I, I do. I think he's got to play. I think he's got to be a little bit more of, of – he's got to produce more offensive production. I think they've got to have more than 19 points. Maybe I'm wrong. The Maybe team doesn't a, score, you don't. Well, that's a good point, but maybe, but I just think Philadelphia has a little more punch than the Cowboys had yesterday. Everybody does. Well, that's a that's a prolific offense when they're clicking. When they're playing bad teams, <laughs> hell, you and I can get good numbers against bad teams. Well, they you play who's on the schedule now. It doesn't come matter; on. it's still bad teams. They didn't play any good teams. No, not very well. They didn't. Okay. So they have no good wins. I Out of 13, none of them were good wins. No. Come on, Ward. You're being a fan now. Name one. Name one against a really good team that Dak played good. And don't tell me the Eagles because they didn't have Jalen Hurts. Well, I... Nope. Gotta go. Not going to go with that. I can't. Hurts is a difference maker. Well, sure he is. Okay. So they weren't a good team at that point. But Dallas also went through five games with a backup. No one gave them a pass. And they beat bad teams during that run. I don't care. You play who's on the schedule. Uh, then, okay, if you play bad team, well, let's schedule all bad teams so we can win them all. Well, maybe Jerry can make that phone call. I, I don't know. <laughs> Corey says, guys, what the hell was that last play? <laughs> Stupid. That, it, it was. It was just, I mean, that whole last 45 seconds was just, it was horrendous. You got a quarterback running around, nearly taking a safety, burning eight seconds. You don't manage the sideline correctly, twice. And then you line up. I don't don't know what that is. I, I don't know what you call that with Ezekiel Elliott snapping the football. Anyway, it's 850. Here's what, here's what I do know. You got all off season to talk about it because they're done. (laughs) 
Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They're, uh, they've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family and family-operated business. That covers four generations. They also have a, a, a great selection of rebar and accessories. The, the new location features a huge showroom, over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts and nuts and washers. And you'll find great welding supplies that your job requires as well. They also offer structural steel and pipe, sheet and expanded metal. And uh, they got H braces and fence posts and purlin and tubing and beams and, and weld plates. And the list just goes on and on and on with the great products and, and great pricing they've got for you. Of course, they've still got that super location down in Bryan and the uh, new location in Waco, which is 2003 South Loop 340 at Highway 6 next to Busby Feet. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, Saturdays 8 to noon. And you can check out Pioneer Steel and Pipe 24-7. At pioneerboys.com. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us for our next Baylor Coaches Show Thursday, February 2nd, and hear from women's basketball coach Nikki Collin and acrobatics and tumbling head coach Felicia Mulkey. The Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's and here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Your leader in high school sports. ESPN Central Texas. La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina has been Waco's favorite Tex-Mex since 1963. Voted the best fajitas, enchiladas, and chili con queso around Central Texas. Watching the game from home? Let La Fiesta create your fiesta with the Mexalicious menu. A delicious selection of Mexican classics and Texas favorites. Order ahead and pick up or dine in and enjoy the game along with their specialty margaritas. You can order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on by at 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta where passion is the most important ingredient. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, 
perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The season is over for the Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott was intercepted twice in a 19-12 loss to San Francisco in the NFC Divisional Playoffs. The NFL Conference Championship games are set with San Francisco going to Philadelphia and the Chiefs hosting the Bengals. Despite 19 points from Sarah Andrews, the Baylor women dropped a 68-55 decision to Texas. The Baylor women now 4-3 in conference play. The eyes of Big 12 basketball will be on the Farrell Center tonight as Baylor hosts Kansas. The Jayhawks come in after back-to-back league losses. The Bears, meanwhile, have won four in a row, and that's the longest current win streak in the league. You can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. There's also basketball action at the Highlands tonight as MCC hosts Temple. The women tip off at 5 o'clock. The men's game is scheduled for 7. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 8.55, five minutes away from nine. And quickly, we're going to argue this one, but I'm going to I'm going to say, what about the win over the Cincinnati Bengals? Nope, they were 0-4, not playing very good. But that's a team playing for the AFC Doesn't matter, at the time, they were not good. That was not a good team at the time. You didn't ask that. You said, did no, they have a I, good yes, win? I, and that's not a good win because they stunk at the time. So we got to qualify every team that they beat? At the time, yes. Okay, got to go. 856. John's up at three. Matt's at four. We'll continue this discussion. Well, we got all summer. We'll continue this discussion at 7 o'clock tomorrow.